Legend, Breakin', The Original Lockers, Madonna, Luther Vandross, Married with Children, 3-6 Mafia, Oscars. I'm not just saying random words. This guy is related to all of those things. We're talking to him next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives, breaking into. There we go. My favorite male singer. Chances are One of the originals. So Johnny Mathis, of course. You still perform out there performing and everything these days, too. You're still out there. And looks great. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Hi, welcome to another edition of this show, which is Breaking Into You here on Black Hollywood Live and BlackHollywoodLive.com. I'm your host, James Live Jr. You can follow me, of course, on our Breaking Into You page on Facebook and James Live Jr. on all the interwebs. Just type it in. I'm there. My guest, I'm trying not to fan out too much because I've been a fan of his for a long time. He was one of the original lockers. And now, if you don't know who they are, we're going to show some stuff from them. But those of you who do remember, yes, Fred Berry was in there. Tony Basil was in there. I mean, they started the whole pop lock thing, which I never caught on. I tried to do it, and I just didn't, didn't work for me. I was still dancing the hustle or something. Um, he also, you may know, see, may know him from the Breakin' movies, Breakin' and Breakin' 2. He was also in Shaq Khan's video for I Feel For You. He's also part of Madonna's tour in 1987 for Who's That Girl, which I first saw you there live with the moving walkway thing you were dancing on. I was like, how do you guys not fall on that? Also did Jimmy Kitty's uh, uh, MTV sitcom and choreographed at the Oscars for 3-6 Mafia, who actually won that year. The Oscar race hard out there for a pimp. I mean, he's doing all kinds of things. Great guy and fellow Torian, as myself, Shabadu. Glad to be here. Welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. You know, you have a great name, Adolfo Quinones. We love that name, but you're Shabadu. That's, that's how we know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shabadu is my moniker. Uh, but uh, again, I was born uh, or named by my parents, Adolfo, yes. Adolfo. Gutierrez Ooh. Quinones. I love it. You know. Sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a dessert. It does. Sounds yeah. good. Well, it like, sounds good. So, yes. Seriously, I reached out to him, and he said yes. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. I live, in, I live in gratitude, because I get to do this show, and I get to meet some people that I really admire, and I felt like you have a story. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, thank you. I, I You know, when you offered uh, the show... I, I look at your picture, and I've always been a gut instinct person. And I just looked at you; it seems like such a nice person. Oh, thank you. Really, I because I wasn't familiar with the show, mm-hmm. but again, it's it was your face and, the, and just the energy I got from you. And I said, you know, this is a good show to do. This is a good guy. Uh, so that that says a lot about you as a as a spirit, as a person. Well, thank you. So I appreciate uh, that. Congratulations on this show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love doing this show. As my, I have it on the wall. You guys can't see it. My motto is sharing knowledge, paying it forward, and lifting each other up. That's completely my motto in everything that I do. And I'm with you on that. I know you are. And he just had a birthday just like I did. You fans know <laughs> I'm still celebrating. May 10th. But he was right after me on May 11th, so happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. It's, it's the Taurus spirits. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. So very good. Thank you. Yeah, I'll have some of that water. Yeah, it's just water, you guys, this time. I'm pretending that it's green tea. <laughs> mm, is this good? So let's, okay, so when I mentioned that I was bringing you on, a lot of my friends from the dance community just started just, I mean, I would give a shout out, my cousin Bobby, who's been dancing for about 20 years, mm-hmm. and right now has been doing the Martha Graham method. Oh, wonderful. Let's see St. Louis all the time and stuff. Just a fan, told me she loves you. 
Uh, I don't know if you heard of Millicent Marie Johnny. She does a lot of dance too, and mm-hmm. Ralph Roy, and teaching dance and dance, and she loves you. I mean, like people out of the woodwork with coming to me and going, you just tell him that he is one of the influences that I saw coming up mm-hmm. in terms of not just traditional dance. Right. You know, I like to say to those people, I love you too. I really do. It's just, you never know. Is it funny? You never know who you affect. And just you're performing, and you could be doing a, a commercial or something, and someone goes, "Oh my God, I want to do that." Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, amazing. Uh, that's one of the wonderful things about the line of work that I do and that we do is that we touch people. Hopefully, you know, the, I think the bigger credit and the biggest reward is being able to motivate them mm-hmm. uh, to do the things that they love to do, and I think that comes across. Uh, I think you, it shows that you love to do what you love to do, and I love to do what I love to do. So. Uh, as long as we maintain that love, then we're going to inspire people. Yeah, I agree. And so I want to—I kind of want to start now. Then we're going to go backwards. So, what are some of the things that you're doing right now? Because I know you do a bunch of different things. I mean, you're still choreogra- choreographing and things like that, correct? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, essentially, I have taken my career my, personally. Let's talk about what I'm okay. doing personally. My, this is my profession, and then it's yeah. me, the person. I, I spend a lion's share of my work, and my life now motivating and if, uh, if I can, helping young people. I think the, that's our, our greatest treasure in the world. I think there's two people that is our greatest national treasure or world treasure even, is our youth and our elderly. So I yes. spend a lot of time focusing on them, you know, focusing, giving the attention to the elderly and what their needs are, but also focusing on young people and letting them know that they can do whatever they want to do and to try and do it in the, in the least obtrusive way to, and, and with, with a level of dignity. Yeah. So uh, I spend a lot of time doing that personally. I, I travel the world giving uh, seminars, oh, good. Good, speaking good. engagements, and yeah. uh, offering my master classes. One is locking. Yeah. Original locking, soul train, soul training, as yeah, it was called. Right, and right. Uh, my own style is called shui. Oh, okay. And shui, uh, most people say, what is shui? Yeah. Shui is, if you take SH from Shabadu. Okay, got it. And you put way, you'd have uh, Shabadu's way. Right. So okay. shui. Okay, got it. I like so my shui style, right? Yes. Which is a, is a, is a, an amalgamation of many different styles. Uh, it could be anywhere from salsa to oh, wow. s- uh, samba, cumbias, African oh, whacking, as most yeah. people call some people call yeah. it, um, and just freestyle. Yeah. So uh, I teach that, but oh, yeah. professionally, hey, I'm on the hustle. I'm always okay. on the hustle. Uh, I create projects. That's where I don't need anyone. I can sit at a computer mm-hmm. and I can write my own ideas, put together sure, my yeah. own proposals. You don't need anyone. But at some point, after writing down your ideas, you need to sell it. You need to get financing, mm-hmm. essentially. So you spend a lot of time seeking financing. Oh, it takes, yeah, it takes time. Yeah. It really takes less time creating the right. idea. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I could do, you know, I could get in my pajamas right. there and have Very a green easily. tea right. yeah. and write my idea. <laughs> I don't need anybody. You know, in my mind, I can I can do the whole yes. movie. Yes. Yes. But then, then the real world kind of sets in and says, okay, well, you need yeah. money. So I spend, uh, so I have an independent features. Yeah. I have reality shows I've created. Good. Uh, that are at various pitch levels, yeah. I've, I've I've gone to a BET recently oh, to show. Okay, okay. Uh, so hopefully, knock on wood, they they'll yeah. say yes. Uh, yeah. But uh, and I have an independent feature I have right now good. called Hamilton, 
uh, it it uh, depicts me I'll, I'll, as an actor. I'll be a hitman in the picture. There you go. Okay. Playing a little bit more dangerous than yeah. I think my fans are used to. Yeah. But, but I think they'll like it. I like it. You'll be good. The thing is, you don't know this already out there, folks. Sometimes there are things that. Take a long time in development and production. Yeah. You see it on TV or movie or film now, but it may be a history of five, ten years sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, one of one of those five, ten-year leaps <laughs> yes, yes. is I've written a, 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 another breaking picture. Oh, and hello. You, right. Okay. It, okay, so I've written the picture, and you would think that that would be a natural. Yeah. But it isn't, okay. believe it or not. Although those... I say breaking and breaking two probably collectively made somewhere hovering around a hundred million. Yeah, oh yeah, they were huge. Hundred million dollars or more. Yeah. You would think God it would be a natural to go ahead and do make another right. one, but I'm finding that I have to scratch, you know, uh, tooth and nail really? to get financing for the film, and 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 I've gone to the black community, I've yeah. gone to Latino community, yeah. and I've gone to Hollywood, and Hollywood basically will want me to ha- uh, have my protagonist lead characters. Written as someone other than black or Latino, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And so I resisted that. And that's what's, that's what's really taking me a lot longer. Yeah. It's not that I don't see, you know, whites yeah. uh, being part of hip hop. Mm-hmm. They are, certainly. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, yeah. And. But I, but I want to level the playing field. We've already seen the step-up films. And we've already seen yep. all of those. And you don't really see blacks and Latinos in lead roles. Yep. So I want to take it back to when we started. Mm-hmm. If you look at Breaking, you look at Beat Street, yep. and pictures yes. like Wild yes. Style, Breaking yes. the Entry. Rapping, all, that, yeah. all that. You saw a lot yeah, more blacks and Latinos in the lead roles. Mm-hmm. But as times progress here, mm-hmm. uh, you don't see us in those lead roles anymore. So I want to go back to the originators and creators mm. of the of the culture of, of the hip hop culture and street dance culture so I like that I like that idea it's like it's like we need some stuff for ourselves kind of and then we should be seen more of us should be seen and, we're, and you're creating a project for us for everyone right so why not I mean why not why sell out to a way of going well okay I'll change it to this like no hold on to it you know you know it'll I, come around at some point you know the thing is I wouldn't be opposed to a, 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 a Caucasian lead male no. lead but again we've seen that movie already and it's not a true depiction of what's going on in hip hop mm-hmm. they're not the creators of the movement no, I mean no. when's the last time you've seen you know I hate to say it, you know, a Caucasian male. Or female that has created the next dance craze around the world on yeah. a global scale. I don't. No. I don't think so. No. Uh, I mean, the last one I saw was like crumping and and oh, yeah. you know so forth. But these are all created by blacks and Latinos. Yeah, they so are. There you go. They are. They are. So again, it's just a reality. It's not what I want to impose. Is mm-hmm. I just want to show a real face on hip hop. Not to say that Caucasians are not real faces in no, hip hop. Right. They they're, certainly, they're fine. They certainly are, and I love them, yeah. and they do great work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, I've seen some artistic ones all across the board. And hey, believe it or not, I've seen some black people that can't dance. Oh uh, yeah, I know a few that can't. <laughs> they can't dance. Yes. their lives. Oh, uh, so I know a few that, that can't. That also exists. Yes. But. <laughs> it's the, the myth is not true. Yeah. Just not not true. all. Yeah. Like, yeah. All black people cannot <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> this is be clear. Yes, yeah, it's very true. Well, I mean, okay. So let's go. Well, this is a great segue to starting from kind of the be- the beginnings of where we start to notice who you are because you did dance with a white person yes who was really well i mean now you guys know most of tony basil from mickey and that kind of that whole thing but before that she was one of the original lockers with you guys that's true that's true i you know the first time i met tony basil 
You know, you got to remember, you got to go back to circa 1970, 71, blah, blah, blah. And, and, you didn't see a lot of white people in black clubs. No, I'm so I'm okay, sure. So yeah, I come yeah. from here. I came fresh from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find myself in a club in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes. And the first thing I saw was this white girl wearing polka dots and <laughs> stripes and polka dots. Yes. And she looked like a NASA, a NASA uh, test pattern. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and, I, and I just turned to, to Campbell like, Jr. at the time. I was like, who's that? That crazy white woman <laughs> running around with, you know, with, with. I love it. Yeah, you know, and and there she was, and eventually Tony Basil was responsible for putting the guys together and organizing us. We certainly were not professionals. She certainly had the professional experience. Mm-hmm. She didn't teach us how to dance. No, Most no. people, let's just make that clear. Yeah, yeah. Tony Basil didn't teach us how right. to dance, no. and I wouldn't say that she choreographed us in the sense. In the way that people know choreography okay. to be, okay. it was more like, "Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you guys dance on this table and eventually wind up over here?" Okay, so, it, so you still created the dance stuff, yeah, yeah. But she was just like kind of directing, kind of, kind of direct. I would mm-hmm. say that Tony Basil was more of a director. Well, makes sense. Makes sense. Than she was a choreographer, although she she claimed a lot of the choreography credit for what yeah. we did and staging for what we did. But I would think, rightfully, she should have gotten the directing credit, yeah, yeah. and the choreography credit should go to the lockers yeah. as a team. Um, one thing that I pride myself on as one of the members of the lockers, and I just want to put it out Please there. Please put it out um, there. Out of all the shows we did, I'm the only member in the lockers, founding member, that did every single show. Wow. Not one of them could say that. All of them wow. at some point missed a show. Wow! But I made every single one. You're a Taurus, that's why. Yeah. I don't. I don't call and sing. I don't call and sing. So right. I, I have commitment. I got to right. do it. When you set up, well, okay. When we set on a mission, we were on. We're going to keep going. Them hooves <laughs> are in, yeah. and we're a clump. We're in. Right, we're, right. we're very earth. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And that's where I'm, I'm not surprised. At. Not surprised at all. So the lockers were Don Campbell, Fred. We run Barry, of course. Who right. later on went on to what's happening, fame, right. and Tony Basil, and yourself. Right. Um, Fluky so, Luke. Fluky Luke. You mentioned him in there. Slim okay. the Robot. Okay. And Greg Campbell Lock Jr. Perfect. Okay. And, uh, you know, again, I want to dispel the, the idea that tell Campbell Lock Jr. and uh, Don Campbell Lock were brothers. They were not. Oh, they were. Okay. They were not related. <laughs> um, Campbell Lock Jr. was named uh, by Demita Joe Freeman. Uh, Demita Joe Freeman. The, the, the great, the grand dame of Soul Train. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Campbell Lock, I just want to put it out there as yeah. well. Campbell Lock is the originator of the locking. The Campbell Lock. Ah. Now, there's two different things. I just want to Please. clear this up as yeah. well. Most people confuse the two. They say, well, you know, Don Campbell is the creator of locking. That, that's partially true. Okay. Don Campbell is the creator of the Campbell Lock. But when you talk about locking, now you're talking about a collection of dances. Yes. That were not specifically created by him. So there's a locking lexicon so that, that is in inclusive of many dances okay. like the Witcher Ways, the, uh, the Skeeter Rabbits, the Stopping yeah. Goals. There were so there were many other people yeah. that were contributors to the locking style. Got it. But there's the Campbell lock. That's his. That's that that's his solely. And and that doesn't really include those other dances. Now we also as the lockers, we certainly utilize all those dance forms, but I want to be clear Yes, you could say that he created locking, but not locking. Okay. 
the lexicon right, right. as of locking. Yeah, you know, he created a very specific dance style that only and I'll tell you, there's out of everybody in the world, there's nobody uh, that has ever done the Campbell Lock, but Don Campbell, hence wow. the name Campbell Lock. Yeah. So it's unique to him. Yeah. And all of us had, in the early days, we strived to be, you know, Don Campbell at some point, but yeah. none of us ever made it. We all <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> but what we, but what we were able to achieve is our own style, yeah. uh, Shabadoo style, or Campbell yeah. Lock Junior style, or Fluky Luke, or some the robot, what have you. But we were unique in ourselves. But Don Campbell was unique because he was the first one to do it. So, we, uh, also we we have to give a a debt of gratitude to to Don Campbell for doing so. Um, he's um, a person that deserves uh, an enormous respect for doing that, mm. as the lockers deserve the respect for creating all those additional dance styles to to make locking a a, a full fledged, well rounded form. And it, I mean, I remember I had people I, down the street at my house. We'd have locking kind of um, um, invitationals. You come together, right. and they would like teach you. And I, I was a disco dancer, so I, I could dance salsa and all that stuff. I was, just, I could never get locking. I was like, we're good. So I had people who were really good. We're gonna show a video. Okay. <laughs> this is your life. Okay. We're gonna show a video you did. This is back in the. Is this the, must be the late seventies. Uh, no, yeah, actually, it was mid seventies. I, I believe it was around nineteen seventy three or seventy four. Okay, let's let's show, let's show it. It's only a minute. Let's show that one. When you're up and down, all around, trying to find the best moment. Wow. When you're looking around, you better look out for the ball. When you look at it, what do you what do you think? <laughs> it's it's amazing. It, it, How young you are, it, it, are. Right, right. It tickles some emotions in me. Yeah, sure. We 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 did it. We we did it. We actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> I I think it's the same feeling that what's the gentleman that first man that stepped on the moon? Oh, um, um, that, that gets the credit for it. Well, uh, Armstrong. Armstrong, yes. It's what Armstrong must have felt being yeah. the first man to step on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh I don't know if the God. people, I don't know if, if your viewers or listeners can hear us talking. They can hear us. Can hear okay, us. right. Um, I love it. That's like 75, 76, they said. Right. That is hilarious. You know, I, I, I would like to just reiterate that watching that film uh, tickled some emotions yeah. in me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, the lockers, fellow members, founding members of the lockers, we did it. Yeah. We actually did it. We did what we had hoped yeah. to do, uh, change the face of dance forever. You did. Um, we just six black guys and um, and a white girl. Yeah. We we weren't just crazy yeah. like some people might have thought. Yeah. yeah. We actually had an agenda and we accomplished the mission. You did. And uh, I'm so proud to have been a part of that. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Really. So. Where I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to ask this question because you created a new where did, where, did, where what are the origins of locking like where did that come from Don Campbell lock uh, Don Campbell lock here's the, here's like where did it originate like where, no, no, we, no 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 here's the twisted part of it okay Don Campbell by nature uh, was not a dancer okay. as we understand it okay 
Uh, matter of fact, he had some rhythm issues. Interesting. And uh, was uh, in any other dance Couldn't get it. uncoordinated. Inter- wow. Yeah. And so this man who, for whatever reasons, from God's lips to his ears. I'll say divinity. Some, <laughs> divinity. Some happen. He stumbled upon something that worked for him, that was unique to him. Yeah. And it was so unique and so bizarre at the same time. Yeah. I mean, you never had a person no, saying, you know, I, moving in that way. There's no, no dance like it. Well, you uh, separate body parts. Well, no, okay, I mean, that's popping, for instance. But let's say, you know, locking in itself has this sort of Keystone Cops, yeah, Bowery kinda, Boys, yeah, slapstick yeah, feel to it. Does, it yeah. and all wrapped in this sort of funk bundle. Yeah, yeah I, I, like, uh, I like that. And, and yes. so... You got this guy who can't do the funky chicken, <laughs> the popular dances of the, the day. Or whatever. And no, but what happened was something else was created from this, this, this inability, if you will. Yeah. And he created the Campbell Lock. Now it was a evolution that took place. It wasn't like he created it overnight. It okay. wasn't like. He said, oh, I'm going to create locking, right, right. you know, tonight and tomorrow I will present it. No, no, it had, it was, in, it was incremental over, over time. Yeah. You know, a split here, a knee drop there, uh, a point here, okay. a hat turn, you know, there, a well-placed hat turn. Um, mm. You know, he, he, he would look people in the face in the clubs and point at them. You know, it was like, so the points that you see in locking wasn't just some random points. It was an acknowledgement that, hey, I know you think I'm cool, and I know you know I think I'm cool, <laughs> kind of point. <laughs> so, like so he would do his little kind of, yeah. you know, shaking and lock yeah. it, yeah. and he'd see you look at him, he'd point at you. Like, hey, oh. wasn't that cool? Oh, and fun. then okay. to kind of top it off, he'd spin his hat around and do a split as a kind of, punctuation of that yeah. understanding between me and yeah. you. So we, as the you know, the people that were influenced by him would notice he had this connection with the audience. So we began to to pick up on that and, yeah. and do it in our own way. Got it. But we Got were it. influenced by that. Um, wow. And so it just again, locking as the world came come to know it was something incremental and it was uh, a became a stew, if you will, of, of many dance it's styles. It's just so amazing. Like you said, when people start, because I mean, I've been, I was very fortunate to be of the age mm-hmm. to watch all this happen, mm-hmm. and as well as the birth of hip hop and, and, mm-hmm. and R&B. I mean, I, was, I, was, I lucked out that I was, at this, I was born in the time period I was born. Right. To see you know, Melly Mel and them come out with stuff and right. Curtis Blow and you guys drink stuff. And, right. I mean, it was just like, it was, it was a beautiful time. I didn't run DMC and all that. I just, I mean, it was truly a whole new genre. Yeah, it was hip hop's renaissance yeah. period. Yeah. It was our golden era. Uh, you know. And it felt real too back y- then. Yeah, well, you know, it was. And it's not to say that it isn't yeah, real right. today. I think that maybe it is. <laughs> yeah. But it's a different kind of realism. Yeah. We. And I think that why hip-hop, street dance, was so endearing to people is because it had a sense of hope, uh, its sense of tongue-in-cheek. It was, uh, it was fun. It was new. It was innocent. It was pure. Yeah. Well, a lot of it's been muddied, and, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not pure. It's not happy. It's not joyful. It's not giving 
it's a, it's about beating your chest. It's about look at all the things I have. Uh, it's about you know denigrating women. Yeah, well. and, and you know, and it's a shame. Yeah, it's for them to say the kind of things that they say about women. I think they forget that those women that they're talking about, they're talking about people's daughters, um, people's mothers, uh, someone's sister. Um, again, rap, if you will, we focus on that. It was about elevating the consciousness of the black man, of the community. Yes. It's about saying, okay, we are someone. And we can do more than what our meager and grim, and dire, sur- dire yeah. surroundings yeah. suggest that we are. Mm-hmm. We're more than that. Mm-hmm. And so it had that sense of hope. And it also had this sense of magic. It was kind of like when you did a dance move, you know, they were like, they were leprechauns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Leprechauns in the hood. I yeah, saw that movie. Genies but, and things. Yes, we yeah, were magical. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when I walk through the neighborhood... I, I felt this sense of pride from my people and, and that I had for my people. Mm-hmm. You know, when we all dance, and I just want to say this, uh, when we performed, I think uh, that's across the, the, the panacea of, 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 of hip-hop street dance, I think we, we, we did it for more than ourselves. I believe it. It was, a, it was an unselfishness. You know, so when I danced, I didn't just dance for myself. I danced for my entire neighborhood. No, I, I believe for that. For all my people. <laughs> I was dancing. No, I, I believe know, it. I, really. believe, I, I totally believe it because even the songs back then were like that, yeah, too. Yeah, I felt like, you know, I yeah. felt like, you know, I had Martin Luther King On your coursing through my veins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really did, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that. I, I felt that. I felt special in that way. Because mm-hmm. dance is great. Because dance is acting. Yes. Dance, dances, you know, the musicality, everything, everything's happening in the every movement that you do. And I, you're right. There are times, I've seen dances that made me cry. Mm-hmm. I've seen dances that made me laugh. You know, mm-hmm. it's like dance mm-hmm. is just really, dance is a great thing because it does match music and acting and this and that all together. Right. That's true. And movement. I, lo- I love that about dance. Me too. I love that about dance, but it has moved. It has shifted. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true today. Yeah. Dancers now are about shock value. It's shock and awe. Like, you know, here's a different kind of conversation, just to give you a scenario. Mm-hmm. When they talk about, when I meet fans and I talk to people about dance, they talk, as you just stated, they talk about how my dancing or dancing like others like mm-hmm. myself made them feel. Like, you make me feel good. Mm-hmm. You made me laugh. You made me cry. You made me bring joy. You brought joy into my life. Now they say stuff like this. Hey, man, you see that person dance? Man, he took his head off. He took his head off? Yeah, he broke his arm. He broke his arm. Yeah, he jumped off the building, landed on his head. Wow. Yeah. I bet you he did that once. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, right. it's, 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 it's sort of emotionally removed. And it's about these tricks and, you know, where, but we, where's the dance at? Where, where about where the music makes you feel a certain way and you... And then you kick that feeling out to your audience, and they they join you in your quest. What do you think about shows like uh, So You Think You Can Dance? What do you think about shows like that? I, th- I think that the th- shows like So You Think You Can Dance are great on one hand because they broaden the uh, dance enthusiast market. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, right? But on the other hand, I think they sell a false bill of goods. Mm. I think that they tell a dancer, hey, you know, you come on our show, you win this season, you become oh, a star. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not true because I go around the world and I ask students all the time, okay, I ask you, who was season three winner of, of America's Best Dance Crew? 
I used who to watch wants, that shit. I can't who wants, tell you. Who wants season four of So You Think You Can Dance? Right. But yet you're sitting here today and other people know me and I've been uh, dancing and had a prof- and has enjoyed a professional career for more than 44 years. Yep. Approaching 45 years. Wow. No, actually 45 years. I just turned oh, 61. Yeah. Yeah. So 45 years. I'm still here and people still know my name. So it's not based on a television show or a moment or a season. Mm -hmm. You get to where I'm at and people like myself and Tony Basil's and the the Don Campbell locks and and, and, and other creators on on the East Coast, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Rocksteady crew with uh, crazy legs and and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You, You don't get to where we're at overnight. No. That this ho- this home is built over a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So again, so you think you can dance is great, but in context, yeah. you know, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna address you people out there. So you think you can dance, America's Best Dance Crew, think of it in this way. It's cotton candy. It's entertainment. It's entertainment and it's and it's fluff. And it's wonderful to watch. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And when I watch So You Think You Can Dance, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that but going on that show, you're going to become a star. Mm-hmm. Most of those people go back to working at, at Ralph's. Yeah, you know, do. I mean, they that's do. just the reality. That's, that's reality. That is reality. Yeah. You got to make it happen. I often say this. What, you know, like the, the, the only person, the dance crew that we can really remember are the Jabberwockies. Uh, yeah. From, so, yes. yeah yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But here's where we're at with that. Who's behind mask number three? Right. You know, so that's just a mask. Yes. Don't, yeah. You know, Jabberwock is just a group of people with right. masks on. I right. don't know who's who's any of those people. I mean, yeah. I know that there's a person inside those yeah. Mickey Mouse uniforms at yeah. uh, Disneyland. Yeah. Right. But it's Mickey Mouse we see. We don't see the human making Mickey yeah. Mouse work. No, no. So, again, street dancing being taking a step back. It's about what about our recognition for our real work? They know my face. You know Boogaloo Shrimp's face. You know uh, 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 Crazy Legs' face. You know Tony Basil's face. You know the you lockers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know Poppin' Pete, for crying out loud. They know Tommy Clowns, my crunky. You know Tommy Clowns was you, everything, and they know him. You know Tight Eyes. Yeah, you know right, these people. Right. We're not hiding behind a mask. No. 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 I love that. Now, speaking of that, we're going to talk about a, a very commercial period for right. you that was I saw in the theaters, and I have I have the soundtracks at home. We're going to show a scene from the first break-in. Okay. This is the 80s, folks. Ooh, there. <laughs> love the outfits. Yeah. You know that's our own clothes. Oh, wow. That's not wardrobe. Okay. That's our personal clothes. Oh, wow. Really? I, you know, I actually used to wear that outfit going to the laundromat. <laughs> Oh, you know, if you it. can imagine going to Ralph's I, to pick up your vegetables and you find a guy like me standing in the vegetable <laughs> section, <laughs> that's me. Here we go. Here we go. Break it off. That's right. I yep. love it. There's Poppin' Pete I was referring to right there. It says, it's the first battle of Electro Rock. Right. I love it. <laughs> that's that's, that's Poppin' Taco. I love it. Poppin' Taco was actually part of my crew, the oh. Shabadoo crew. So okay. was so was uh, Boogaloo Shrimp. That's so funny. And so was Anna Sanchez, the the female. She's on, good. Yeah, she's on here. She's yeah, good. The Puerto Rican there she girl. Goes. She, I love she, her. She she started off being my my partner, my dance partner. She's, she's my boss. student, my former student as well. Oh, 
Like I taught her that whacking there. I, taught oh, I her love that. it. I love. No, I remember her from the movie because she was good. Look at that. Well, all these people here, I introduced them to Tony Basil too. Oh, funny. So we just want to show people that I mean you can, you can go Reddit or whatever, find it somewhere, breaking and breaking to you the sequel. Um, I you guys weren't around this time. This was big stuff, right. and I remember I saw it in the theater. I think I saw it twice. Right. It was all my friends. We right. all went together, right. and it was a big. It made lots of money. Oh yes, yes it did. Yeah. It actually won at the box office. I think we were in what was called the Breaking Battles, yes. film battles. I yes. think uh, Sidney Poitier had one. Yeah, uh-huh. they come out. I think it was called Fast Four. Yes, it was like that. And then yes. you had uh, then Rapid you came had, out. You no, know, yeah, Beat Street. And Beat Street came and Breaking, out. But we all came out at the same time. Rapid yeah. actually came out after. Okay. Yeah, uh, and there's a whole story about the Rapid too. But, <laughs> but in any case, yes, at the box office. Uh, Breaking hands down triumphed at the box yeah, office. I, I remember uh, it was huge. It was huge. We we certainly made more money and was and had a longer run than all of those other pictures. So what was that time like for you though? Because now you're being recognized by Middle America right. and folks outside of the street dance community. I mean, how was that for you in that time period? Uh it was. And it was the '80s too. It we were, I was treated like in in Boogaloo Shrimp. We were treated like the Beatles. I believe it. Uh, I remember we went to a, a number of, um, uh, you know, like Disneyland or what I think it was even Knott's Berry Bay Farm. Or maybe it was mm-hmm. uh, Six Flags. But mm-hmm. we, we were escorted out of the place because we would cause riots. Wow. They would pull our hair and our clothes, ripping out, out our clothes and whatnot. So it was it, it was a crazy time. Um, sex symbols. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, a well, different kind of sex symbol, which is kind of fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at that time, they were sex symbols that they, on Write On Magazine. Write On a Black Beat. Those were my two the elig- eligible, most eligible bachelors <laughs> were Shabadoo Prince. Oh, yeah, Prince. Uh, <laughs> rest and in Michael Jackson, yes. rest in peace. Yes. And uh, I think it was Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. And I think oh, yeah. uh, Warner uh, from uh, The Cosby Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Michael John Warner. Yeah, yes. Ma- Michael Jamal. And also remembers New Edition, too. Remember New Edition was right. always. But we were there. on the cover. Yeah, you were on the cover. Okay, yeah, that's as right. the most eligible bachelors. So <laughs> there you have it. And I and I thought that was odd because at the time I was married. <laughs> Which is, how could I be an eligible oh, bachelor? Geez. I was married to Lila Roshan at the time. Yes, you're married to her. Great actress, of right? And who's now, you know, I, 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 I assume happily married to uh, Anton Fuqua. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. she done well. Yeah, she, she did good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so she, that's she's, so funny. She's a she's a lovely lady. She's always been a lovely lady, and uh, she was in Breaking Two. She mm-hmm. was also in Breaking One, and. Um, Great gal. Uh, I, I have fond memories of her. Oh, good, yes. Uh, she's a she's a nice person. I wish I would have been a better guy in those days. But hey, things happen, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But it's funny, but it's just funny that that time period. Because I'm saying it was just it was a really big time period, and so. Did you just go out and have a great time, just like handle it all? And did projects start coming a direction? Yeah, by the bushels. Yeah, I'm sure. Didn't have to work for it at all. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I I have to be honest. My career has been a storied career. Mm. When I think back now, um, I really didn't struggle that much. Okay, well, that's good then. Okay. I, I don't really remember auditioning per se. Wow. I did audition for Breaking. I went to a, a, you know my initial meeting with with the producers Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus was to choreograph the film Breaking. Oh, okay. I was originally signed on this other film called Body Rock. 
Body rock. Oh, God, Which funny. we now affectionately refer to as body flop. But <laughs> yes, yes. That was, but then, you know, I was going to be the lead in that picture. Wow. Uh, that was with New World Pictures. Yeah. And they, they, they called me into a meeting and they said, we've had a creative meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you know. Whenever you hear that, creative. we've had a creative yeah, yeah. meeting. Oh, awesome. You yes. know you are in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they said that they wanted a guy the girls would like. <laughs> Oh, how fun. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. you know, that, that kind of floored me a little. I was like, yeah. you know, I had to, you know, step back. Yeah. I mean, I say, a guy that girls would like, it was like, yeah, you know, we want to kind of heartthrob. Anyway, they got Lorenzo Lamas. I guess girls yes. really like him. Well, actually, he's not too bad for himself either. Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was a, a you know, a sex symbol. Yeah, he was back days. then, yes. A lover boy. Yes. Any case, I go and I meet with Menachem Golan to choreograph the film break, and we were uh, currently on tour or about to go on tour with um, Lionel Richie. In his, oh wow! Because I choreographed the uh, the video all night long. Oh, that I've heard that. Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. So if you look at that cast, yeah. all the members in that cast are in break. <laughs> there you go. And my, my series on the NBC, yes. The Big Show, all the yeah. people in there oh, are all in Breaking. I like it. I love it. Yeah, yes. you know, all of them are yes. in Breaking. <laughs> when I did Breaking and Entering, all those people, they're in oh, Breaking. That's so so you, funny. You know, if you follow Shabadoo, yeah. you follow his bre- my breadcrumbs. The village. I, don't, I hate to talk about myself in the third person. Know, if you follow Shabadoo, well, you know, if you follow my career, yeah. then you will see the breadcrumbs yeah. with a lot of these dancers and their careers. Good. And you would see like that. that you know, I, I've been in. A, I was in a position to be able to afford opportunities for them, and I certainly I love did, it. Love and it. launched their careers. But and they uh, delivered for you each time, so that's yeah. what's good too. That's the main thing. They delivered for you. Each yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. you know, essentially, um, what now we've gone off on the tangent, and I've forgotten what I've talked about. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll get back to it. So, so some of the quick things I want to talk to you about because uh, I mean you're gonna have to come back and do like a part two, part three with me. We sure, got, sure, we got, sure. We got so much more to talk about. I'm gonna show a clip. I saw Madonna and Connor. I've seen her seven times over the years. The first time I saw her was for the Who's That Girl tour in 1987. And this gentleman, here's a piece of that. You know, Madonna's awesome. So she was good to work with. She was awesome. No, and not look at her right, right there. Yeah. There you go. Look at you. There you go. She was. She was just awesome. Well, she like just really opened the eye to say, okay, let's just make this make this the best show ever. Kind yes. Of thing. Yes. I believe that with her. And one of the most hardest working oh, people in that. show business. Oh, I mean, I believe it. To this day, I still believe it. She was incredible to work for. Wow. And to work with. I didn't. I didn't actually work. That's for why. Her. That's why I said it was, with. A, it was a collaboration. I believe it. You know, I was. If not the only dancer that's ever danced with Madonna that got billing. Oh, wow. See, you got to understand, this came right after breaking. So I, in many uh, cities, had just as yeah. big, almost as big a name as Madonna. That makes sense. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. You would see headlines, uh, Shabadoo makes Madonna move and things like that. But see, I knew you were part of it because it was big news. It was big news. You were part of the tour. I mean, I, I remember my first like, oh, my, yeah, he's in the tour and he's all over it and dancing different parts with her. Yeah, I introduced Madonna to whacking, the whacking style, yeah. uh, which... I helped popularize. Yeah. I brought the dance. Whacking started in the gay community in Los yes. Angeles. Yeah. And I kind of brought it to the heterosexual world. Right. I, I, I often jokingly said, you know, I'm the father of the first bisexual street dance <laughs> form. But, well, well, we you know, know what you mean by yeah, that, yeah, of course. What, what I mean is I took, I, I, took, yeah. I, took the, I took the, you know, there was a sister act of the locker yeah. movement yeah. in the gay community in Los Angeles. And what I did was I took this, this form, yeah. which was referred to as punking. 
uh, posing and punking. Oh, yeah. And some people, uh, I was ref- uh, told it was called garbo. You know, oh, I've heard that, was. yes. I've okay, heard okay. that, yes. What I did was I just kind of infused it with this strong, locking, heterosexual yeah. gene. Yeah, yeah, and it. it And it produced another form of the whacking style that, that the world eventually knew. They never right. really saw the gay version, not right. the world. Right. The world saw the version I introduced yeah. by way of Tony Basil's show. I was mm-hmm. uh, moonlighting between the lockers, and oh, Tony, funny. when Tony Basil left the lockers, yeah. uh, she did a series of cutting, um, cutting-edge musicals. Yeah, uh, oh, yes, she Follies did. Bazaar. Yes, she did. She did yes. another show at the, at the Roxy, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I was the lead in. I was the male lead. Yeah. I played Babyface doing this new form of whacking, yeah. this kind of locker-infused version mm-hmm. that gave it a little bit more yeah. grit that it didn't exist uh, at the time. Yeah. So the world has come to to be uh, yeah. to know the, the form that I, I introduced. Yeah. You saw it in Breaking, too. I did it yeah. in Breaking. You saw Anna Sanchez oh, as yeah. part of Electro Rock yeah. doing it, and I taught her that style. So there yeah. you have it. I love how things are birthed out of other stuff. I love that. That's the creativity part that I just admire so much, how you do that. So um, we, have the, we have the three pictures I want to show. I want to quickly get his, I want to quickly get his opinion when he looks at the at the pictures was like what comes to mind. So that's the poster for Breakin, of course, the yeah. film poster. When you look at that, the three of you guys, like what do you like? What do you think? Magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're doing a one word association, you okay. know, I would the first word I would say is magic. That's a great poster to you. Yes. You know, I tell you, initially when. Lucinda Dickey was introduced mm-hmm. to the film. Yeah, I resented it. Ooh, okay. Um, I was like, "Who is this white girl? Yeah, she don't know, she doesn't know anything about street yeah, dancing." Yeah, right. So you you understand that I also said it in the movie. Yes, I, yeah. <laughs> but actually, Boogie Lou Shrimp said it. I, yeah, ironically, he said, he said yeah. she don't know nothing about what we do. <laughs> you know, so it, we actually felt like that wow. in real life. Wow. You know, we were we looked at her and we just like, "What is this white girl doing in yeah. this?" Because we knew in the in the street dance and hip hop burgeoning hip hop mm-hmm. culture um, that this wouldn't exist. The only you know again, Tony Basil was a, is a, an anomaly. anomaly. Yeah, that's an anomaly. <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's that's an anomaly. Yes. yes. <laughs> so we we didn't think that there was going to be another white girl yes. that could rise. <laughs> I would say I would say you know looking back that probably some of the writers' influence came from the understanding of Tony's. Uh, uh, being in the locker, Tony Basil being in the lockers yeah. and probably got the idea, you know, hey, well, you know, a white girl really danced with a group of black guys. Yes. <laughs> it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be outrageous if we have a white girl dancing with, with Ozone and Turbo. Yeah. So the next picture. Uh, you guys a reunion from 2010. So this is yes. like a reunion of wow. you guys. Where'd and you get that? I find things. I people. Yeah, well, you're very sneaky. You yeah, know. I find people. But that's it's great. You guys are together. So, obviously, okay. Freddie Rumberry was passed by then. What so. did, no, this, the, I, re, I watched, I look at this picture. Yes. And it breaks my heart uh, for two reasons. Okay, and I'll tell, tell you why quickly. One is Rerun is not there. I know. And he was such a spirit in our group. I've heard that. He was just pure. Uh, like he that. was just, he was funny. <laughs> yes. He could dance his behind dog. Yes, yes. And, you know, we all love Fred Berry yeah. very much. Yeah. Um, we call him Mr. Penguin. And so Mr. Penguin, we love very much. So yeah. that breaks my heart that he's not in this photograph. Yeah. The second one is, you see the guy where I have my arm around, the yeah. one pointing at us? Yeah. That's Greg Campbellock Jr. Greg Campbellock Jr. was my mentor. Um, 
you know, I was the youngest member of the lockers. Oh, okay. I was the Michael Jackson of the oh. lockers. <laughs> you know, for lack of a better comparison. But essentially, yeah. I was. I was the, yeah. the young little, you know, yeah. curly head cute boy, you know, and there you have the lockers. But um, uh, Campbell Lock Jr., this night we were receiving an award uh, from Carrie Esaias and the Choreographer's Carnival uh, for our standing contribution to, to dance. Camelock Jr. went to the restroom that night and fell and died. Oh my God! He did yeah. not know that. Yeah, he he he, he was walking with a cane at this time and okay. was, um, you know, his walking was unstable. But he yeah. uh, also was suffering from diabetes and oh a whole bunch, and asthma. He's yeah. always had asthma. Okay. And he went to the restroom and he said he'd be right back. And he was, you know, the, the guardrail in mm-hmm. this, one of the stalls where you use that to kind of hoist yourself, lift yeah. yourself up. Yeah. Well, it broke off. And he slipped and hit his head on the, on the toilet paper roll, oh, the that, holder, oh, yeah. the metal, oh, the yeah. metal yeah. one in yeah. a nightclub. Yeah. And this golf ball-sized lump formed over his eye. Yeah. And we, okay, then he was ushered, you know, quickly ushered, uh, yeah. you know, outside. And there was I, like Tony Basil, me, and, and and a couple of others. I think uh, Flowmaster okay. is his name. He's a uh, a b boy by fame, but he okay. does some locking now and, and so forth. I think he danced with Usher. Anyway, we were there, you know, crying like babies because right. we all love Greg, you yeah. know. And Greg meant a lot to me. Greg was more than a mentor; he was like a brother. Yeah. Uh, growing up. D- d- he and Fluky Luke, the one standing next yeah. to him, is the one who married my sister Fawn from Soul Train. Oh, funny, the one with the blue cap. Yeah, oh, funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, they they uh, were introduced to uh, the Jehovah's Witness organization, okay. Okay. and they became ministers as Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, okay. So my mom has uh, has been a Jehovah's Witness, a Jehovah's Witness, for almost fifty years. Wow. And uh, so she introduced these two. And Rerun used to also study as a Jehovah's oh, Witness. I know that. Okay. Uh, I think Scooby-Doo did, but I know Scooby-Doo from Soul Train was never yeah. one of the lockers, but he's yeah. certainly part of that Community. locking lexicon that I yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Um, uh, Scooby-Doo, I think, married a Jehovah's Witness. He's married to a Jehovah's Witness okay. right now. Yeah. Uh, I was raised, in, as they call it, uh, as, as is termed, uh, raised in the truth. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I have some mixed emotions about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, there's a whole another subject about, and I, want, I don't yeah. want to get into Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. and what what I think that there's a misconception about Jehovah's okay. Witnesses in the world, what what we are and calling you know Jehovah's Witnesses cult members yeah, and so right. forth. You know, I would say this: Jehovah's Witnesses, from what I know to be true, okay. not from what you read in magazines and the jokes they make about Jehovah's Witnesses in movies and on television. We happen to love God very much, okay. and we respect God very much, and we when we respect all life, and we respect other people's decisions that they make for themselves. Sometimes we get into some sort of exchanges with people when we might quote different scriptures from the Bible and believe that we need to follow those scriptures. But no, in no way did Jehovah's Witnesses, nor myself, nor my mom, nor Greg Campbellock Jr., or Fluky Luke, or any other Jehovah's Witness that I am aware of and that I've seen with my own eyes, have ever talked down about other people's choices that they make for themselves. Okay. Um, we love all people. We respect all people. We we know, being as a Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, 
we know to respect God in his position. God is the judger, not us. So again, please, if you want to know about Jehovah's Witnesses, then you should, you should talk to a Jehovah's Witness. You should study if you want to. Prince himself became a Jehovah's yeah, yeah. Witness for good reason. Now, everybody tells him as being a genius in music. Well, why does his genius stop at the understanding of God? Why did his genius stop there to people? No, he saw that once you reach a pinnacle of fame in Hollywood, which I have and certain other ones have, uh, we know that there's something much, much more than fame. Uh, there's something much, much more than uh, riches and, 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 and so forth. So we want to serve God. I want to serve God. Um, I'm not uh, totally living my life in accordance with God at, at this point, but I have a lovely fiance. Her name is Claudia. We're, we're hi, going, Claudia. Yeah, yeah, hi, Claudia. And we uh, we plan to get married soon. Okay. And uh, we both love God, and we both seeking to please God in, in 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 the way that we can. And that doesn't mean that we don't love other people. So don't start treating us like we're some kind of weirdos. Right. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not nope. a fanatic. Wow. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Bible thumper and all of that stuff. Uh, again, you hear from me. I, I love you. I don't judge you. I don't. I, I, whatever you choose to do with your life is That's the same job. sort of rights that I have that God has given me and you. Uh, if there is a any situation that might come down, that let that be between you and God, not between me. Yep. I'm not in that. Yep. I'm busy trying to clean up my life so that I can live my life in accordance with God's will, with Jehovah God's will, and, and that's all. So, okay. good. Uh, you know, I also want to state that I'm not a baptized Jehovah's Witness, so don't look at me and say, well, I seen him out the other day, and he acting like a fool. <laughs> at the club. No, 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 I'm still trying, yeah. to, I'm still trying to, to bring my life in, into accordance with God's okay. will. So there is some moments where I will stumble and, and fall, as we all do, we fall all do. short. We we'll all do. fall short of God's glory. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to bring that out. And you're welcome to do it on my show anytime. Now, I'll show one more picture. This is the, actually one of the original right. pictures. So, yes, it is. So look at, you, you look at that. Well, you see that hat I'm wearing there. Yes. Right? One of the big influences as a kid growing up, one of the greatest shows, uh, characters I've ever seen, um, were the, were the Three Musketeers. Oh, okay. And, and look at that, that hat. hat. Yep. It's like D'Artagnan. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> I... I I wanted to wear that hat like D'Artagnan, like like one of the three mus uh, 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 three musketeers. Yeah. And if you look at even my outfit that I wore in Breaking, yeah, that that is uh, a combination of a few different influences. One yeah. is Cap Calloway, the great, oh, late, the Calloway. great, the yes. great late Cap Calloway, yes. Yes, yes, yes. which I love and adore. Yes, the other one is Zorro. Yeah, okay, for me, the coat was my cape and the hat. I had everything but the mask. You did, Kyle. Yeah, if you think about it. Yes, you did. And it still had, it still also had a little bit of the sort of musketeer influence in there. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I always saw myself from that point of view. That's so funny. So, it's just the three pictures I had. I just wanted to kind of see what you The lockers. Yes. Now, I just, you know, we have to end soon, but I want to just ask you a few, couple of things quickly, kind of get some feel about that. Okay. I feel for you video. What do you think about that when you think about it? It brings uh, great emotions in me, uh, that feel for you. Now, I didn't want, uh, let's say, uh, Lucinda Dickey. Yeah. 
But I remember that whole time, and I'm so yeah. glad that she was part of the film in the end, in, at the end, end of result, the day. Yeah. yeah, I was wrong. She brought, hey, a, she, she, brought a, she brought something to the True. table mm-hmm. that gave us, again, people need to see hip-hop in themselves. If they just saw it as a black or a, Sp- and a, a Latino culture as, as it started mm-hmm. out, they wouldn't see themselves. That's true. So mm-hmm. it, she brought that broader view of, of the culture. So it was wonderful. Something um, we wouldn't really know about Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy, uh, Menounos. <laughs> Maria Menounos, our, yeah, our boss here. The boss here. Yes, Maria I had Menounos. the pleasure of working with her. She yes. was wonderful. <laughs> she's, she's a wonderful. A wonderful she, she really is. That's yes. not no 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 no, 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 no she jive. Is. She's yeah. a she's a really good lady. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun to work with. We we worked on uh, kicking it old school, there which I served as dance director, uh, a choreographer. And she was the love interest, uh, yeah. uh, Jamie Kennedy's love interest yeah. Yeah. in the picture. Uh, I love it. Uh, she was uh, such a delight. That's cool. Um, the 78th Academy Awards, you actually choreographed the whole thing for Three Six Mafia's How Are I Here for a Pimp, which won the Oscar that year. Well, let me clarify that. Okay. I didn't choreograph the whole thing. What okay. I did was I worked with a wonderful choreographer, and he's a, a, a good friend. I like to think of him as a good friend. And a collaborator at yeah. that point, uh, Keith Young. Okay. Keith, Keith Young and I decided to work together on, which was his idea. He said, you know, he saw the big show, oh, yes. uh, my series I had for yeah. NBC. Yeah. And he saw these huge production numbers I did. And he said, well, you know, I would like to do something like that. Okay. And so we decided to collaborate. Now, I had an associate choreography credit. Oh, okay. I also okay. served as the lead in the in the piece. I, I played right. the pimp. Yeah, uh, Taraji Henson, you know, yes. you know, bestowed this, you know, <laughs> the medallion on my neck and said, "You shall be the king pimp." <laughs> and it was kind of weird because when she did that, I cut my eyes over it and looked at and looked at at, 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 at Terrence. So yeah. I was like, I said, "This is bizarre." Taraji Henson is putting this this necklace on my neck, and there is the pimp yes, sitting in the right. audience, and I'm playing. The pimp. Yes. And before that, which you don't know behind the scenes, yes. uh, Taraji Henson asked to see me, and she called me into her uh, her dressing room and said, "Oh my God, you've been a big influence to me my whole career, and and starting out my career rather, wow. and I owe a lot to you." And and just gave me this homage in her bedroom. I mean, oh. our bedroom in her dressing room, and says, "You know, thank you so much." She was wow. like a big giggly fan. Took pictures with her and all oh that. Oh my God. I love yeah. Taraji. Love she's her. a wonderful lady as I heard well. She's, I heard she's very wonderful. Yeah, like, she, like personally. She's so like, real. You know? Her. Yeah. She, she was a real person. Oh yeah. So it comes across that way. I love that. I mean, you, you have so many just, <laughs> I mean, I can go on and on because you've done shows like Miami Vice, yes, What's Happening, Saturday yes, Night Live. I mean, yes. you just got, I mean, you just have to come back another time. Okay, okay. Let's do a part two. Let's do a part two. Uh, yeah. Shabadoo. Electric Boog. Shabadoo part two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Shabba do too. There you go. So I ask my guests these same two questions. Okay. I don't tell them ahead of time. Okay. Um, I believe in language. Okay. We can talk ourselves out of stuff. We can talk ourselves into stuff. Right. I believe language is very important. Yes. So in the English language, what word do you think we should take out of it or not say anymore? Hate. Like that. And what word do you think we should either say more of or bring back into our like our daily vocabularies? Love. Like that. Those two things are really underrated. Yeah, and right? you, okay, you clear up those two things, yes. and it, you'll find that we can reconcile a lot of these issues that we have uh, and disputes that we have with each other and this division in our world. Love opens the door to understanding, mm-hmm. and it goes beyond 
tolerance. I don't like the word tolerance. I don't like the word either. I just said it last time. Tolerance doesn't mean that you accept anything. No, it sure doesn't. It means that I'm just going to go along with it, but I can hate you behind your back. Exactly. No, but if you really truly love someone, Mm Then you, then you seek understanding. You need to understand how they feel, how they process information, where are they, you know, coming from. You know, then you can, that just by default will eliminate hate. Hate is a misunderstanding. Yes. Misunderstanding leads to fear and all kinds of mm-hmm. other issues. I agree. So love is the first thing that we need. Love. I love you. Maybe maybe I may not even go along with uh, for myself what you want to do, mm-hmm. but I love you enough to let you be you and support you in a way that is comfortable for you for you in your life on this planet. I'm like, I'm, and that's what we need to get to, people. And I really want to say this, you know. Tell Acceptance means understanding. Let's join those two words together. Understand doesn't mean that you have to go along with what people do. But if you understand it, then at least you can accept where they're coming from, not where you're coming from. Don't judge anybody. Don't put your feelings and your beliefs on their shoulders. Carry them yourself. Let people live. Love and let live. Let God be the final. Let their own conscience be the final. You don't even have to believe in God. You don't even have to uh, believe that there's an afterlife or any of that stuff that's being prom- that's promoted by Christianity mm-hmm. and, and other faiths around the world. But believe that you're part of a bigger picture. That at the end of the day, we can make the world better by loving each other. And loving leads to understanding. Understanding leads to acceptance. Acceptance leads to peace. Peace leads to prosperity for all. That's and right there. That's exactly what it is. I agree with you completely. Thank you, my friend. Uh, my Thank pleasure. You. Thank you so much. Tell folks in that camera where they can find you on social media. Great. You can find me first. You can find me. Go to my website. My official website is www.shabadoo.com. That's S-H-A-B-B-A hyphen D-O-O.com. Or you can find me on Facebook. It, you'll see my official fan page is Adolfo Shabadoo Quinones. Great name. I love that. And on Twitter, on Twitter, that's Shaba, S-H-A-B-B-A underscore capital D-O-O on Twitter. So I'll see you. And and Instagram, Shabba Dude 1972. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Jesus, what all this. You got to promote your stuff, okay, folks? (laughs) It's the way to go. They got to promote everything. There's always the the bathroom wall, too. You can just put, you know, call Shabba Dude. Exactly, or Starbucks on Hollywood and Vine or something. (laughs) I don't know, just whatever it is. So you can find me at, see, mine is easy, James Lott Jr. everywhere. And you can find me on all social media platforms, breaking into your Facebook page, blackhollywoodlive.com on YouTube and iTunes. Subscribe, find the show, find him, share his message, and like it, rate it, tell me what you think, and I will see you next time. Thank you. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagrammy, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.